everyone, I'm Lauren. And I am Lindsay. And this is your daily dose of swearing moms. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to say swearing mamas or something really soothing. I was going to say swearing mamas, but damn, you just took the whole soothing we were going for away. I just, I switched it up on him. Yeah, you sure did. I did the old, what did they say? Switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> so here right. we are. Off here to a strong start. Doing, you know, awesome things. Doing big things. So um, what is today's episode about? Today, we're talking about this. We should have found a better way to sum this up, probably. But we're basically going to talk about how some kids are just a bigger handful than others. Okay. True. I'm twitching while, I'm twitching while I say this. So, do you want to open this up? Do I want to open this up? Do you just both want to start swearing and crying? Do we just want to talk at the same time and confuse everyone? Let's just all talk at this. Okay. One. Ready? Two. two three. Three. Okay. All right, so we're just going to start talking. Okay. Why are Personally, you talking? I love the Baby Yoda memes. I'm still all about that, the white lady and the cat. Yeah? They're kind of okay. funny. They're kind of funny. Okay. Okay. Did you watch this Mandalorian? No, like I'm Star not a Star Wars? Wars person. Okay. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God. We're going to have a lot of people not listen anymore. Okay, in the words of my friend Cole, like, I like Star Wars, but I don't like that people expect me to like Star Wars. I like that. Yeah, he said that once. Now, for me, I have just never finished watching all of the Star Wars, and I fall asleep every time. They're just, they're very long, but I enjoy what I see, and I like it, and I want to watch them all. I just need it. I just want it. Never mind. Things you I, yeah. I get, um, like, one of my favorite movies is Spaceballs, which makes fun of Star Wars. All right. And I feel like watching that and watching, like, the Family Guy episodes that are about Star Wars, because they do so fucking many, um, I feel like I've seen all of them, you know? Yeah. I'm not that interested. I get the gist in an hour or so episode of Family Guy that I need to sit through seven three-hour-long movies. So I did a quiz to find out which Star Wars character I am. How did we get to Star Wars? <laughs> which character do you think I am? Oh, um, you're definitely Princess Leia. Nope. Darth Vader. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I'm sorry, everyone. I love yeah. that. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, back to... Um, um, Back to the, you know, the episode. Parenting is what it is that we talk about on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so some kids are just, well, let's start with this. Not, I mean, not every child, like there's no child that is the same. Yes. Every child is different. But everyone tries to tell you that your child is like someone else's child, but they're not. Because people are just all different. Um, but, like, I feel like we need a disclaimer before people get turned off and, and turn off the episode. <laughs> so, like, 
one nah baffle <laughs> we're not like saying our kids suck <laughs> you know we're not disappointed these are the kids we got we're not mad and we're not saying that our entire parenting journey is going to be harder than yours if you have one of the easy kids so we're not saying any of those things but all of that said there are kids especially in the younger like baby through probably like you know until they get to preteens who are just harder and more difficult you know to uh, manage on a daily basis and I feel it is safe to say that in every stage like you can have several easy stages but then you're gonna hit one that hits you like a freaking brick wall because let me tell you my pregnancy and the baby stage piece of cake Tim was great, but the now stage, I want to claw my eyes out. Yes. So, the thing that kind of made this come up to me isn't to just, like, whine and complain, but it's because I have seen so, I've come across so many moms who, like, have just a bit of snark or just a bit of, like, this attitude of, like, superiority that they just think they've got it figured out. And especially if they have only one kid. Um, and I felt like, hey, let's talk about this because I just, whenever I, like, hear this stuff come from people, I really want to say to them, like, you do realize that you're just having an easy go of it right now. Like... <laughs> You know, you might have other struggles in your life, and maybe you're, you know, I'm not saying there aren't hard parts about parenting for you, but, like, some kids, it's it doesn't mean that you're doing a better job parenting than me. Like, some kids are naturally more X, Y, and Z. Do you ever just want to say that to people? All the time. Right? Yeah. And it's in, like, every way. Like, one – okay. One area for me is, like, eating. So, some – I would say almost all kids are pretty much, like, how – I don't know about Tim entirely. I know you've talked a little, but, like, like in the last episode, we talked about how our kids just ate rolls and pie for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I would say that based on my experience on Twitter, nannying as a mom and as a friend – I would say that's the usual. That's the majority of kids. Yes. I mean, looking back, I was one of those. If I could eat, I mean, this is going to get weird, guys. If I could eat saltine crackers and ketchup <laughs> for every meal, I would. No, no, no. Yes. And, like, my parents would get so mad at me. And they'd be like, you can't live off of saltine crackers and ketchup. And I'm like, frickin' watch me. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> and I did. And I'm thriving. And I am here. And I am, you know, here. <laughs> but there are, like, the rare kids who do eat well and like different kinds of foods and I just want to say like you're just lucky and you should appreciate it because like when Oliver was first starting to eat table food he was like that and I like 
never looked down on other people, but I did think I was doing like a really good job, you know? Yeah. Because he was having homemade sweet potato puree with curry in it, and he would eat the whole thing. He was eating chickpeas. He was eating, you know, all kinds of stuff off my plate. And I think you and I, we talked before about feeding and how like, for me, it was really intuitive. Like we didn't do baby led weaning, but we did give him some table food. We didn't just only do purees. Some of them were homemade. Some were Gerber. Like I had a very like intuitive laid back approach about food. And for a while, like it worked out so well, he was doing so great. And now I've come to this conclusion that I'm like, I don't know if I ever did great or not. I just think that kids, most kids go through this stage of being difficult mm-hmm. about eating. Um, Wait till yeah. Oliver goes to like school or like daycare mm-hmm. if you do that. Because my daycare lady will tell me that Tim eats carrots and everything she puts on his plate and asks for seconds. And I'm like, I can't even get him to eat anything. Literally I- anything. I recently heard someone else say something like this, that their kid will only eat vegetables at daycare. Yeah. And, like, so I had to work on Wednesday, and my daycare was closed. So I had my husband's cousin come over and watched him for me. She was like, well, what should I do for, like, food? And I'm like, honestly, whatever he says he wants to eat, just get it for him. Yes. Like, I don't even care at this moment. Like, if he says he wants cookies in the morning, he's eating. I don't care. Give it to him. She was like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, he doesn't eat well for me, so if you can get him to eat something, I'll take it. Now, see, I I just have different kinds of cookies. So there's like a breakfast cookie, which is like a Fig Newton. Oh, he didn't have cookies. That's just the first thing I can think of. (laughs) An oatmeal cookie is like a healthy. (laughs) He used to like Velveeta's, and now he doesn't like Velveeta's. Yeah, yeah, Oliver does like those, so it's like, you know, just switch up the cookie depending on what meal it is. Oh, but I will 110% say that my child thinks the fudge shop um, little cookies, um, like the little elf Keebler, they come in like a little the bag. striped ones? Yeah. Okay, the striped, those are bomb. Mm-hmm. Those are donuts they're... in our household, and he eats them every morning for breakfast. <laughs> oh, my God. Those are accidentally vegan, so I get to eat them. They're accidentally <laughs> Yeah, that's what we call foods that were not intended to be vegan. Like Oreos? Aren't Oreos? Yeah, Oreos. Mm-hmm. I got so I know Oreos some vegan food. I, like, I know I, I saw. Like, seven packs of Oreos. Like, not big packs, but like different various kinds. Oreo minis, birthday cake Oreos, little sleeves Are of you there? Oreos. Okay. Yeah, you can't hear me? I, you went out for a second, but you're back. <gasps> now, you, now you went out for a second. Okay, now you're back. I didn't say anything. Okay. Anyway, so so that's just eating, right? That's just, like, food. But what else have you experienced this in, like, where you can tell? And it's not like – okay, we'll, like, pause here because we haven't talked about this in, in a while. But, like, I know you've had some sort of, like, mom-shaming type of experiences. But, like, have you ever had it from just, like, other moms? I – um, yes, uh, but not, like, current moms, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, so I'm kind of thinking, like, peers. Where you so, just... right, um, I don't know. 
a lot of people like that I am around aren't the type of people to say things to you. Um, you know, I have good friends. Can you ever just feel that they're judging? Even oh, a hundred percent. Okay. This is my experience. I've never had someone outright mom shame me, but I have had that experience where I'm like, I can just tell that you think you're better than me. And I really want to say like, you're not. Right. Yep. And like my favorite is, um, I don't want to say names or like give out who it is with any clues. Um, but there is, name. there is someone in our life who <laughs> she, my child likes her, but is scared of her. So oh. it's like he listens to her like very well. And there's just sometimes where I just, you know, don't want to fight with him. Like his, he wore his shoes on the wrong feet for the longest time because I, <laughs> that's a fight I'm not willing to pick. Like if that's the way he, I'm not the one wearing them on the wrong feet. He is. Go for it. I don't care what you do. So, right. Like he'll learn his feet hurt and he'll switch them. So I was told I'm being too nice because I let him get away with things like that. Uh... And I'm like, no, it's called choosing my battles. And I don't exactly. feel like starting every morning at 7.15 with screaming because he doesn't want to change them. I'm now running late because he won't get out or change them. Like, I don't have time for that every morning. Also, you're teaching him to be a critical thinker and a problem solver if you're letting him make his own mistakes. Right. Like, it's not like you're letting him go do something dangerous. You're letting right, him do I would, something exactly. uncomfortable. That's it. I mean, I let Oliver – a couple like, I'm not going to let Oliver stand up on somewhere high and fall. But, like, I've let him fall off the couch a few times because he won't listen to me when I tell him to sit down. And I'm like, okay, so this is how you learn. And that is how they learn. That's how, you know, humans start to learn depth perception and things. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I fell. Yeah. And it's like – Right. And it's like, I know this bugs a lot of parents and I'm just the type that I don't care. Tim, I literally, I'm looking at him right now and he's picking his nose. <laughs> that bugs so many people. I can't tell you how many times we go places and someone will t say to Tim, you need to stop. Do you need a tissue? I'm like, so you mean to tell me you don't pick your nose? Do you pick your nose? A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. And there's times where, like, I usually do it, like, when I'm not around people. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, want people to course. see me taking my nose. So, you know, right. the car. There was one time where literally me and Drew were in the car driving somewhere, and both of us were picking our nose at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and I legit, I was like, oh, the family that picks their nose together stays together. <laughs> and, I mean, we just laugh because, I mean, like, everyone picks their nose. So why are you going to correct a four-year-old who's doing it because he's doing it in public? Who cares? There's something in there that's bugging him. Let him get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, no child knows how to blow their nose. So you're telling me that I have to tell my four-year-old to go get a tissue and blow that booger out? No. And then there's a lot of articles, not saying I do this, that say, like, 
kids no. who eat their boogers. No. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> kids that eat their boogers don't get sick much. Oh. You know what? Go for it, kid. Could you hear that? He said, okay, I'm going to pick my nose. He's literally picking his nose right now. And he ate it. Oh, my God. I don't care. Let the kid be a kid. Eating it is where I draw the line. Let the kid be a kid. Okay, what else? What else have we experienced this on where it's like, okay, you're – Kids not, you're not better, mom. Your kid's just easier. Yeah. What other Mm. topics have we had? Sleeping. Yes. And I can say that as someone who Mm. has had the easy kid. Oh, I had the easy kid. I no longer have the easy (laughs) kid. (laughs) So you will get there, my friend. I hope you don't, but I'm sure you will. We've had difficult stages and we had to do sleep training, but it's like... You know, I recognize that, like, we just got lucky, you know? I will say, like, Tim from the beginning always, like, was a good sleeper. And then, like, once we got him from, like, co-sleeping to his own room, like, the beginning it was hard, but then it was like I literally put him in his crib and closed the door, and he was fine. Like, you wouldn't hear Pete from him. And... Then we went into, like, the toddler bed, and that was still fine. Like, he didn't even realize he could get out of bed. Like, it was great. He stayed in bed. And then um, we moved to the new house, and I don't know what it has been, but literally he comes out a million times every night. I literally have to fight with him every night. I have to threaten him with taking all of his toys away. Now that it's getting close to Christmas, I have to threaten him with that. I'm going to call Santa and Santa's not going to come. I have to threaten. I literally have to threaten my four-year-old with everything. Everything. That's how it has to be. And I'm just like, nothing has worked yet. You know who is coming tonight. Coming back. I don't owe the... I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. I'm not ready to deal with this for the next 25 days. And Krampus? Yes. So they're coming back tonight. And they do help. Like, that's how it helped last year. Um, But I'm hoping that it sticks this year because it was good for a while. And then I don't know what happened, but now it's back to being the way it was. And, like, I even, like, we started a routine again. So, like, we start bedtime at 7.30. He's in his, we do books or we do bath. We do cuddles. I try to leave his room by 8. And then it's, like, he's up and out of his bed. Like, literally, I'm, like, running a marathon in my house. I wish I could count how many steps that I do back and forth from just going back and forth to my room. And then it's to the point, like, he'll come in our room. He'll be like, well, I can't. Who's going to cover me? And I'm like, I've already covered you three times. You go cover yourself. No, who's going to cover me? I'm like, you were covered. What are you doing? Another thing with sleep is, like, you can have an easy kid or a more difficult kid, but also 
I think everybody's like opinions and ideas about sleep can vary so much. And that's another thing that I think we have to like just accept the fact like, oh, that's something they're willing or not willing to do. So like for me, for example, we did do sleep training. Like I did my very best to make it like gentle and make sure that he understood you know, he wasn't just going to scream to death, like, I'm here, you know? But we mm-hmm. did let him cry it out some. And I know that I've already witnessed so many memes telling me that I'm a child abuser for it. But for me, I don't view, like, I don't judge that way. I look, like, I have friends whose kids still don't sleep through the night who are, you know, close in age to Oliver. And my view isn't like, oh, they need to sleep train. My view is just like, okay, that's not something that they're willing to do. That's their choice. So, their kid's not sleeping through the night and that's fine, you know, or whatever it may be. Like, I think people need to view it adversely too. Like, okay, well maybe I don't agree with sleep training, but it worked for her and that's fine. Yeah. It's a trade-off. And like, I don't know. I just, that really bothers me. That whole thing really still gets on my nerves. That whole thing about sleep training being child abuse. Ugh. Does it grind your gears? It really does. It really is one of the biggest things to piss me off. Um, Especially when it comes from people who spank their kids. Because I'm like, okay, like, are you in or not? Like, right. You know? You can't do one and then the other is the absolute worst. Right. (laughs) It's so dumb. But then also timeout is uh, child abuse. So, Yeah. Timeout is child abuse? No, no, it was, I, that's what I've been reading lately. Oh, I was about to say, wait a second. We've talked about this before, and I could have swore you did that. <laughs> yeah, no, I put in time. So timeout is child abuse. Spanking is child abuse. Uh, crying it out is child abuse. Like, and everyone can fuck off, is It's my like, opinion. you know, do you remember when you were pregnant and you couldn't eat anything because mm-hmm. it was going to hurt the, harm the baby? Yep. It's like that. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you can't do Like, let me be me. <laughs> right. I mean, you're not, it's not I mean, like, not saying okay. that I spank my child or anything like that, but I have. Like, sometimes yeah. you need to. Uh, Oliver's in a phase of smacking me in the face a ton right now, like, right on my oh, mouth. Oh, yeah, and you're in you that And you remember phase. I had... And I had those little, like, ulcers in my mouth, and he kept smacking my lip. It hurt so bad. And, um... Yeah, I had to slap him back eventually, and it wasn't even something that I, like, decided I wanted to do. Like, it was a reflex because I think that's your human instinct when someone's slapping you in the face repeatedly. Right, and it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, yeah, I'm really fucking done with the child abuse thing. Okay, if you give your – if you give your kid a shot of whiskey to go to sleep at night, maybe we can call that that child abuse, right? Yeah. But, like, if you're just letting them have a fit or cry it out or if you're sleep training or if you're not sleep training or, you know, what, like, these things are just different methods of proven that have been proven to work. Okay. So, you know what people have told me that I should do for Tim for this whole sleeping Hmm. thing? Give him melatonin. Yes. Let's talk about that. How do you feel about that? I, like... I, I don't like it. And, like, everyone who's told me that, I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Do like, you not like giving him a substance or what is it? Is it just the thought of it? What is it? I don't know. Like, I don't think he needs it. You know what I mean? Like, 
I'm like, I rarely take any kind of anything unless I'm like really in physical pain. Um, yeah. So it's like, I don't think he really needs us. I know it's just a sleep aid, but I'm just like, I, plus for me personally, back when I used to have insomnia, like it didn't work for me. So it just, I don't know if it's like a mixture of my, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even know what I'm trying to say. If it's just like a mixture of my reaction to it, how it didn't work for me, mixed with the thought of giving my child something that he really doesn't need. Yeah. But I'm just not about it. So I actually think that I have the exact opinion of you pretty much about it. And uh, it's interesting because I actually did not know people gave their kids melatonin. I was shocked when I found that out. Like I know adults take it and I've taken it before um when also when i had insomnia um but i didn't realize that people gave it to their kids until uh one of the moms i know in like a natural parenting group posted it about giving your kids melatonin gummies and i was sitting there like that doesn't seem like something i know it's a natural uh like supplement but I'm surprised it's in the natural parenting group because, like, I guess my feelings are, like, our bodies are literally made perfectly. Like, there's nothing wrong with our bodies unless you have a condition. So, like, if you get sick, your body knows how to fight it. So you really don't need to take medicine unless it's a certain, you know, like, maybe you need an antibiotic because it's something more serious or, you know what right. I mean? But, like, yeah. like, for example, like, having the common cold, like, any medicine you take is for comfort pretty much. Your body will fight it off on its own. Right. And I kind of feel like that's how most things work and sleep is one. And so if you're giving your kids something to help with it. You're taking away their natural. Yes. They're going to be dependent of it. Right. And you're just putting a Band-Aid over the situation for yourself. Right. And actually, I I do know a few adults that depend on melatonin to go to sleep every night. Right. And it's like... I mean. There are days where Tim stays in his bed. Last night, he was fine. And there are days when I have, it takes me an hour to get him to go to bed. So it's like, I know he can go to bed. He doesn't have an issue with that. So I don't need to give him something to get. And like once he's in bed, like once he's asleep, he stays asleep. So it's not like I need to give him something. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully this is just a phase that ends for you when, you know, when he gets a little older, but I don't know. And I'm, I, again, it's not something that I would, like, judge others for, like, if that's what you need to do and you feel that's right. It's, like, it is a natural, you know, it's it's not like you're giving them, you know, Benadryl. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying I would never try it because, like, maybe on one of our road trips, if he was especially fussy or something, I might try it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's not something I feel is necessary. But again, it's like when you then judge another parent for what their kid's going through, you have to remember, like, not everybody wants to do melatonin. Not everybody wants to do what you're doing. Right. Okay. Have you ever used Z-Quil? No. Oh, God, don't do it. <laughs> I, um, so I went... For much of my adult life, I was on a lot of medications, um, like, for mental health and also for my chronic pain. 
So I like couldn't take a lot of things, actually including melatonin. Um, and I couldn't, yeah, could, so I couldn't do a lot of things with substance wise. And, um, now that I'm off all the medications, I like don't need those things anymore. It's kind of funny. That's good. I know. It's kind of funny how that works out. Yeah. My body, my body got a reset or something. Well, that's good. Praise, praise Jesus. <laughs> anyway, what else is there? Oh, goodness. So we've done food, sleeping. Nose picking. Nose picking. We did nose picking. What about, okay, this is a hot topic for you and I that we have talked about. And oh, gosh. we'll always talk about. But what about, like, screen time? Oh, I'm so glad you picked this today to talk about this. Um, <laughs> so I have always been the type that I just, you know, whatever. I mean, I grew up in the 90s. We always had a TV. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like, is it the best? No. But are you learning? Nowadays, yes. The child's usually learning. Like, all the shows now are of learning capabilities. Educational. Right. However, now my child is into this game called Hello Neighbor, and he is 110% addicted. Like, it's to the point where I wake him up in the morning, and he literally opens his eyes, looks at me, and goes, can I play Hello Neighbor? Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, no. It's so bad. irritating. It's so bad. And, like, I don't know how to stop it. Uh, I don't know. Oliver's like, also addicted, and I don't know what to do. What is he addicted to? YouTube. We're talking about our addicts. Yes, and Tim's addicted to YouTube, too. Like, whenever he's not playing Hello Neighbor, he's watching people on YouTube play Hello Neighbor. Oh, yeah. It's... Uh... It's annoying, um, and I wish I could just fix it. Right. Um, I don't know even know where to begin. I don't know, but also, like, I just don't think it would have worked out for me to have never introduced the phone or the TV or anything. Right. And it definitely wouldn't have been for me either, but it's like... Like, right before we started recording, like, I had to put Tim in his room for a while. And I, because he was having a meltdown because I wouldn't go downstairs and turn on Hello Neighbor. Like, meltdown. And I'm like, this is exactly why I am not turning it on. Like, do you see how you were acting right now? Yeah. Over a video game. Right. Um, And I mean, like, the game isn't, it's not, it's not a bad game. Like, yeah. You, I, it's gonna sound terrible. <laughs> I'm trying to say it. So you have this neighbor, and he has a secret, and you have to find the Ooh. secret out. So there's multiple levels. However, my son only plays the first level because the other levels are extremely hard, and I haven't even figured out how to beat them yet. Um, fun. But the first level, you break into his basement to figure out the secret. But if you're seen by him, like, the music gets really tense and you have to run from him. And he, like, throws oh, things no. at you. It's it's not, like, bad. Like, no. it's not, like, Call of Duty. There's no blood. There's no nothing. Um, and it's actually, like, 
when you get free time, download it on the Play Store. You can play the first um, level for free. Oh, um, but it's not like, I mean, it's not a bad game, but he's just so obsessed with it. And it's only the first level. Like, he doesn't even care. Like, he can beat the first level, and once he beats it, he just restarts it. Huh. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know. And I'm kind of at the point of questioning if I care, really, because it's like, it's not like we don't go outside and play. It's not like we don't read books. Right. I mean, Oliver does, if the weather is okay enough to go out we either can play in the backyard or we go for a walk and like i've been enjoying walking to the playground since it's not so hot anymore Mm -hmm. so you know he's not only getting a walk he's also running around and playing okay we read at least three books every day because we read three books before his nap well depending how long they are but unless it's fucking one fish two fish fuck that book anyway But we usually read three books. He's still at the age where you can just skip pages. He skips them for me, thankfully. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, Only on the Dr. Seuss books. The other books, he usually likes the whole thing. uh, And if he brings me a book throughout the day, I'll read it to him. And then Seth usually reads him a book at night. So, I mean, he's reading a ton. He plays outside sometimes, you know, when it's reasonable to. And he also plays drums almost every day. So I feel like, okay, for the remaining hours of the day, that is a lot of time to be sitting on YouTube or watching Netflix on the TV, but, like, it's not like that's all he's doing. And he plays with cars, too. Right. Like, Matchbox cars. And, like, when, during the week, like, Tim's at daycare all day. They don't have YouTube. And, like, they don't watch a lot of TV. So it's him playing with the plastic foods, or they have cars, or they have... They have a whole bunch of stuff. I don't even know half of it. Um, so I'm like, when he gets home from school, like the first thing, he, and like first thing he wants, can we play this? And I'm like, sure. But then it's like, there's some days where no, we play board games and we do like other things. And yeah. when it's nice outside, like during, like right now, it's freezing in Maryland. So we actually did go outside on Wednesday for a good couple hours. But a lot of the neighborhood kids haven't been coming outside because it's cold. So he can't go outside because I'm not going outside alone. Because it's too cold for that. Um, so, like, he played outside on Wednesday, and it was fine. We read books every night before bed. Um, so it's like we do other things, like you said. It's like, yeah. so I, it, I'm also at the point. I'm like, you know what? If it makes him happy, whatever. Like, honestly. Yeah. There are worse things I could be doing as a parent than letting my child have screen time. Also, okay. I could be, you know, locking my child in his room with nothing. Or I could be not feeding him. Or I could be abusing him. Like, there are many worse things than screen time. But screen time is the worst. It's, yeah, people act like it's the worst and your kids are supposed to not understand what a phone is and just sit on and read books all day long. Okay, Karen, it's 2019. Yeah, and another thing that I see a lot is people talking about basically how, like, they learn from us and blah, 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 about how, like, our kids are only on their phones all day because we're on our phones all day. And I've been thinking about that a lot because it really kind of, like, bothered me the first time that I saw someone say that because it was someone who is a good friend of mine and I felt kind of like, okay, so I know that you're judging me now, you know? (laughs) Yeah. 
and that's fine, whatever. But like, it kind of made me feel like, and it, it always stings a little bit when someone you care for shows something that maybe they think you're not doing a good job as a parent, you know? Yeah. So I've kind of thought about it a lot and I realized like, I guess I am on my phone a lot right now. I go through different phases. It depends what's going on in my life. It depends Mm -hmm. on my mental health state. Like I've been dealing with like a lot of like just depressed feelings and stuff lately. So yeah, I'm on my phone more and, uh, you know, it depends on all kinds of stuff. What shows are on Netflix? What, what's happening on the podcast I listen to? But yeah, like, I guess I do use my phone a lot, but like, I don't, I think what I finally realized is like, so what? Like, I don't think it's a bad thing. And like, I'm not sitting on my phone doing something stupid most of the time. Like I do have games and stuff, but for the most part, like I am communicating with people like on Facebook and Twitter and stuff. And like, I refuse to see that as such a bad thing because, like, I've made great friends on Twitter and also they've been the support that I really needed at times. So, like, who cares if I just tweeted a dumb, stupid joke? Like, if that's a good part of my day. I don't have a coworker that I can walk in the other room and tell my stupid jokes to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so, and like, like, that's – That is – And, like, on the flip side of that, like, I do work every day. And it's like, I, I can't be on my phone all day. I have a job right. to do. So when I get home, yeah, I do want to be on my phone. I want to check to see what I missed. I want to, you know, exactly. like get caught up with my friends or answer text messages that I haven't been answering all day or things like that. So it's like, just like Tim, he's been at school all day. So when he gets home, he wants to play Hello Neighbor. You know what I mean? Like he wants to relax right. and do the one thing that gives him joy. So well, who am I to stop him? You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, and I, go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I kind of feel, I remember being a kid too. And like, we didn't have what they have today and it is different. It is definitely hard to parent because today it is different. But mm-hmm. I do also remember coming home from school and wanting to play the Barbie fashion game on the computer. Yeah. The, um, back when it was like that original Macintosh and you had to put the floppy disks in, mm-hmm. I had this spelling game that I liked to play. You know, I remember yeah. that. And I personally feel like... Or just playing freaking Minesweeper or whatever it was called. Yeah, anything... Playing games and also even, like, watching shows is, for me personally, like, a really, really good way to give my brain a break because I'm an overthinker and also to kind of, like, work through some stuff. Yeah. Like, when you're, you're like, kind of on autopilot playing, like, a stupid game on your phone is a really good time to kind of, like, think one thought at a time, I guess. Right. And maybe, maybe kids benefit from that too. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's rotting their brains, but I just, I don't, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. No. You know? Yep. I agree. And I mean, if you like, even though like our parents didn't have phones per se, my mom did not spend every waking moment with me, but it's like, I don't remember the moment. You know what I mean? Like I only remember the moments that she was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I, our children aren't going to look back and be like, oh, remember, mom was always on her phone. Yeah, no. And it's, they're not going to remember that because they were doing something fun at the time, too. Like, yeah, watching a screen is fun to them. Right. So it's like they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I was only on it because mom was ignoring me. So it's not a bad memory. It's a good memory for them. Yeah. And I just think it's like. 
people are kind of the same at heart. So, like, it's just a different version of the same. Like, when I was a kid, maybe my mom was talking on the landline yep. for an hour. Or watching soap or operas. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think, and I'm not, like, that's not, maybe my mom didn't talk for an hour. I don't know. I was a kid. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I don't think that it's a new concept for people to want to connect with the world. Like, maybe your parents were sitting there reading a um, magazine. Or the newspaper. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, it's being on a phone is really, it's entertainment and it's connecting with the world. I don't think that's new, and I just don't really think it's that big of a deal. And maybe I'm wrong, and my kid will, you know, suffer from his screen times in some way, shape, or form. But I've just decided at this point, I'm like, you know, I I actually think kids that do, they're getting more interaction than parents than, like, ones who don't. You know what I mean? Like, if you have a mom and a child who literally the only thing that child hears is that mom and what that mom says, they're not going to be, like, they're not going to, like, know all the things that, like, your or my child knows because our child has been watching, you know, Ryan open all these toys and talk about these toys. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, some of the things Tim says, I'm like, where the heck did you learn that? Like, what? Oh, yeah. Oliver, too. He learns but it's like, YouTube, too, right. already. But a child who doesn't have that, they're not going to have that knowledge. They're just going to have the knowledge that their parents gave them. So it's like we have – our children have the knowledge we give them plus additional knowledge. Yeah. You know? Because we don't know everything, guys. We don't. And we don't Psych, act like we do. We do. We do. I know everything. Apparently, I'll, I'll retract my we. I don't act like I do. <laughs> Just me. I'm perfect. Or something. But I think that's a good place to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's like in conclusion for me. Yeah. Give your conclusion. It's like I just feel like, you know, every kid is going to be easier or harder in certain ways. And every person's life is going to be easier or harder in different ways. And so just it's no need to act like, you know, you're the better parent or you've figured out something someone else has. Now, I mean, if you want to share a tip that worked for you, you know, that's one thing. But like. Right. But don't give unsolicited advice. Like if I'm sharing a story with you about how my child doesn't sleep, Feel free to butt in and say, oh, hey, this worked for me. I might take you up on that. Unless you're offering my child melatonin. Um, (laughs) But But just because my kid's sitting on an iPad, you don't all of a sudden have to tell me how to get him off of it. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, do you have your mom tip? Oh, goodness. I know I said I'd think about it, and I... Um... I always struggle with these and then I think of them when I'm not like recording and I'm like oh I had to remember that and then I never remember that is your mom tip melatonin yeah don't give your kids melatonin <laughs> or do I mean do what you want but don't pressure me do into giving my thing. child like <laughs> yeah same with screen time like you come over my house and, and that's another thing like you come over my house my house is a wreck like, there are toys all over the Same. place. And you Same. walk in and you're like, what the hell? And then my child's playing on the iPad. Like, 
you can clearly tell he's been playing with toys. They're all over the place. I didn't put him like that. Yeah. So don't give me shit because my child's taking a moment and he's on an iPad. Capiche? <laughs> those are my that was a thing. Those are my those are my tips that aren't really tips. <laughs> they're That's more. Fine. I'll allow it. Let's they're more. Read our tweets. All right. Let me get to my Twitter. Okay. Am I going first or are you going first? You can. Okay. So my first one is from J Lauren Writer. Hey, it's kind of like you. She's a writer. Um, she says, me, come on, kids, eat your veggies. Kids, why? Me, because if you don't, you'll get ass cancer. Kids, what? <laughs> nice. Yep. Nice. Okay. Similar note. Uh, the Dadvocate01 says, me, eat your carrots. Three, no. Me, eat your Olaf noses. Three, Okay. Hey, whatever works. <laughs> um, at Lissy G says, I'm so happy to be able to say I'm pretty much done with Christmas shopping and it's not even December 1st. I only tweeted that because I can relate. Not me. We did get Oliver's Christmas gift, but well, I guess that's about him? all we're getting. What'd you get him? More stuff. We got him a kid-sized drums kit. So it's a real drum set, but it's smaller. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I know. I'm excited to give it to him. Ah. Whose turn is it? It's yours. yours. No, it's mine. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Sarah Bella B123 said, I'm not dealing with this shit anymore, I say, as I continue dealing with said shit. Oh, I cannot tell you how many times I've told Tim that. I'm not dealing with this anymore yeah. as I continue to deal with it. Yep. All right. So my next and final tweet is from Ra Kells. Oh, I wonder if her name is Raquel. <laughs> I love when I figure out people's handles. <laughs> um, <laughs> in bed before 10 p.m. is one of my biggest excitements, and I can relate. However, move that 10 to 9, because if I'm not in bed by 9, I literally get anxiety. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's All bad. Right. Well, dang. Okay, my last one is from Prison Cookies. <laughs> prison oh, cookies. my God, that's funny. Oh, and her name is that one chick from the internet. That's awesome. I'm going to follow you. Oh my god, her bio is ridiculous. I cannot read it on the podcast. Anyway, Prison Cookie says, Do you ever park like an asshole and think to yourself, Man, I park like an asshole. And then you just go with it because you are an asshole. Me too. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, so this has been really fun. Um, I sure hope everyone loves us. And if not, it's whatever. You can keep nope. your opinion to yourself. I need validation, so <laughs> send me. Tell me you love me. Oh my goodness! Please, someone tell this girl they love her. I just am going through a lot right now. <laughs> You're gonna get so many. <laughs> oh, I feel like so many people are just gonna randomly be like, "Hey, I love you." <laughs> I hope. I hope so. Tell me. It's going to be me. 
creating multiple fake Twitters just to oh tell you God, that I love if you. If you did that, it would be the, <laughs> that's the nicest thing anyone would have ever done for me. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, you right, had Elvis well, at your wedding for me, so. Yes, I did. So I'll take it. I'll have to do that. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Signing it's, off. It's been real. Signing off. Oh, I.